What is up, guys? Welcome to the Starting Blank Podcast. This is your host, Sam Lister, and I got a very, very, very special guest with me today. We got Dre's from Milwaukee. Dre's, how's it going? Man, it is going amazing, and it's almost Christmas, too. I feel so much love. I feel so much positivity in the air. So I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, bro. Wonderful. Thank you for hopping on the podcast. Dre's, you are the founder of Urban and Arrogant. Yes. And essentially what that is, from my understanding, is a lifestyle brand. You incorporate some mental health in there. You're an artist. You're a rapper. You're a musician, a producer, all of these it's a very eclectic mix, yes. if, if I would would just say. Yes. So from your perspective, in, in a few lines, what exactly do you do? Summarize all that. All right, what I do is I'm a recording artist. I'm an all-around creative. I love creating music. I love modeling. I love songwriting. I love being behind the scenes and uh, doing BTS and helping other creatives as well. So I'm just an all-around creative. Creativity makes me happy. I feel fulfilled when I'm being creative, even if when it's not with affiliated with me. If I'm helping others, I feel the exact same fulfillment. So that's what I do, bro. I nice, cre- man. I create. I have a good time. Um, and yeah, man, it's a blessing to be here. Yeah, let, let's throw it back. How did you get in? Have you always been like creative, like from the from early early childhood? Like, have you always wanted to create stuff, or how did you get into this space? Well, when I was younger, I fell in love with performing first and foremost. How young? So I, man, I was like four, three years okay, old. So very, so there's a picture of me somewhere young. out there. Um, with me having an umbrella and having like a microphone. So the umbrella was my mic stand <laughs> and you know, the microphone was a microphone. So I was at least like three or four. Okay. So I fell in love with performing. Um, I come from a musical background, so music is just in my blood generally. Okay. You know what I mean? It just flows real heavy in there and there's just a full passion for it. Um, especially cause I've seen what my uncles have done, you know, they've been on tour and on stages with Latin Grammy award winning artists. So they kind of just set the um, the path, you feel me? But they do more instruments. I don't really play an instrument, okay. you know. Can I learn? Yeah, but right now, I'm, songwriting is my stuff. That's I my love shit. that. Yeah, I love that. How do you what? Talk about the inspiration. I know you've you've been in music for a while. Again, you said you're a performer since like three or four years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Like why why music? Why songwriting? Why why this art form? Um, it just spoke to me. I come from the '90s pop culture, so like. I just fell in love with all that first and foremost. Um, so that was the, you know, performing part. But as far as songwriting, I just fell in love with rap. Yeah. You feel me? And the way you expressed yourself, the way you could be so free and raw and uncut about things. So that alone was, I, it was a no brainer for me. You know, it, I found a way to express myself and I ran with it. Yep. And I, I wrote my first rap when I was in like sixth or seventh grade. Yep. And then I continued doing that through high school and it just never stopped i just kept writing and then you know i have uh notebooks and notebooks of old raps at my mom's house i can still go back there and see them so it's just kind of like it's just been a journey and i've wrote so many songs but now i've really learned how to apply it with me my personality because of course when you first start um doing something you do it because you are admiring someone and you kind of like, I don't want to say copy them, but you learn what they do and you try to do the same thing. But when you're authentic with it and you learn how to do it and you know how to be like a personality, you know how to apply it into your emotions, it's a completely different world. So I would say like looking up to somebody as those training wheels. And then once you finally figure out how you want to do it, you take those training wheels off and it's all you, you feel me? So yeah. Yeah, man. That's that's super interesting, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, maybe not from a musical standpoint, but any creative. Like you, like I just released a post today about like how Gary Vee has been like a huge inspiration for me, and like that's yeah. the reason why I started video specifically. Yeah, for sure. I think same thing with artists. Like people, people look up to artists, and like they're like, "Ooh, I want to be like him. I want to be like her." Yeah. But it's it's very hard to essentially separate the two say like yo say say i want to i'm an up-and-coming rapper i want to be like juice world or yeah, r.i.p but like or or young thug or chance rapper whoever whoever it is whoever i look up to yeah it's like it's very easy to fall in not a trap but like 
ooh, I want to be like his style. I want that style. And then I will replicate everything I do around that. And then you're just repetitive. Yeah. You you just copy others and like it's hard to break out into your own flow and your own rhythm and your own creativity. Being, being a musician, how have you, I guess, battled that between yes, you have a lot of inspirations versus, yo, I'm going to do my own thing and here's how I blend the two. What I did is just really looked within myself. Who am I, okay? I can't be these people because obviously we're two different people, okay? Can I look up to them? Yeah, but who am I as a person? What type of personality do I have? What type of humor do I have? What type of hobbies do I have? And it just really became when I when I knew I was an individual. I mean, I've always been a good leader and individual, but really tapping into those things artistically it's kind of a challenge. You know what I mean? Sometimes you talk about things and they sound a little corny. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to figure out a lingo or you've got to figure out, you know, words to use to appeal to people or just some witty ass shit. You feel me? So I think with that, it was just easy because I've always been an individual and I've always been, um, I don't want to say a trendsetter, but I just like to do my own things. You know what I mean? Trendsetting is like, you know, it's like, oh, I started this first. It's not about that. It's just being yourself. So I fell in love with who I was as a person. Um, and obviously that's been a struggle because not not all the time is going to be a happy day. You feel me? There's going to be struggles. There's going to be like, damn, how do I do this? Okay, I have this great talent, but what do I do with it now? So you have to really dig within yourself to find those things. You know what I mean? And I found them and thank God I did. It took a lot of, you know, strength and spirituality and God and all these things and experiences in my life to really figure out who I was as a person. So once you know who you are as a person, then you can be authentic. Then you can start your own blueprint because following somebody else's blueprint is not going to get you the results that you as a person, as a human, as a soul is going to get you. You feel me? So I, I think it's, it was just knowing who I was and running with it and just not being unapologetically myself. That's that's awesome. And when did really that like process start? Because we see that so much of like, I'll, I'll call it a, a self-development journey, yeah. um, especially younger kids now, middle school, high school, even college age. It's so easy to compare themselves to people on, say, Instagram or Facebook or yeah. TikTok or mm -hmm. whatever social media. It's so easy to say, hey, that person has that lifestyle. I'm going to beat myself up over not having that lifestyle because they make it look perfect online and my life is not perfect. Yeah. And that's when we really battle deep mental health issues and insecurities. And those those insecurities and those problems have been around forever. Yeah. But I think social media shines a light on them in in the best way possible and worst way possible. It's it's largely on how you how you view it. So to kick it back to my original question, yeah. like, when did this whole journey of self-development start for you, of really digging into yourself, into your spirituality, um, and really being comfortable with who you are? I'm going to be honest. It started more in my 20s. I always knew I had talent. I always knew I had something different about myself that others didn't have, like that drive and that motivation and just that will to succeed and that pedigree in music. But I think it just started more in my 20s, you know, and, you know, a lot of people, some people start younger, some people don't ever discover themselves. Yep. You know what I mean? So I would say in my 20s, I think I really looked within myself. I separated myself from a lot of people that were toxic, um, you know, because you know, you're in your teens, you're doing a lot of great, fun things. <laughs> some are toxic, some are bad decisions, whatever it is. But I think with that, it just really allowed me to really focus on myself when I kind of let go of people that really didn't serve me anymore, you know, and then it just took me to be by myself and really look within. And then you really see who's with you when you're in those dark moments. You know what I mean? Who's reaching out to you? What's going on? How can I help you? And when I seen that it wasn't any of that with the people I was kind of like involving myself with, then I knew that I was making the right decision, you know, and they just didn't have the same drive that I did, you know, and it's it just with everyone that like, not even everyone, I'm not going to say everyone, because there are a lot of great people in my journey and I'm blessed for the good and the bad, yep. because if it wasn't for them, then I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So it just pretty much when I took the time to really get to know myself, stop distracting myself, stop going to parties, stop going to the clubs, stop going to places that really didn't serve me no purpose. And it, it was no purpose for my goal. So once I was really laser driven into my goal, then I was able to 
push the bullshit aside and just really focus on myself and really discover all these great things. And um, I just turned 30. Um, oh, my God. I turned 30 last <laughs> year. But, you know, my 30s, my late 20s and my 30s really like I feel like I really evolved the most. I really got to know myself, like love myself, like have a relationship with myself. I always loved others and I always loved people and helped them out, but I never did that for myself. You know what I mean? I would uplift others. I would help them. You know, I'm a social worker, so I'm constantly always helping others that I would forget about myself. And it took me one moment, um, I believe this year actually, where I just really had nothing left to give. You know what I mean? There was just so many things going on. And for the first time in my life, I was like, wow, like I have no strength to even help others or myself. You know what I mean? So that actually really helped me. And it really got into a more nurturing side of my relationship with myself. So I just, you know, I think that's what really helps. It's just really knowing yourself and knowing what you want and knowing what you don't want and putting all that negativity aside and just really focusing on who you want to be, you know? Yeah. Thanks for opening up about that stuff. And it's, it's so, so relatable. I feel like our stories are very similar, but around a decade apart, but that's essentially exactly what I was going through the past, even like one, two, three years here. Like I've always given so much to other people and like, I've always focused on relationships around me providing for, for other people. And um, this is a very common thing for a lot of people to do. And they forget to put their own oxygen masks on first. Like you can, there's no way you can go out and help, let's say a thousand people. If you need help first, yes, you can do it on the surface level, but you will burn out. So focusing on yourself and putting yourself first in some cases, people, people think that's a bad thing to do. But again, that's why they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first before even helping your kid on a plane. Like if you're dead, then you're not helping them. Yeah. And to be honest, I was so numb to it. You know, I was so numb to it. I was like, I've always been a strong minded person. So I was just rolling with the punches until literally life was like, no, bro, you have to like slow down, pump the brakes, take a break have some time alone. I hate being alone. You know what I mean? And even if I'm alone, I need like music or TV going because I don't like the silence. Do you, you, med- I mean? do you meditate? I no. do. I okay. do me- meditate. But even with meditation, you have like music. You know what I mean? I don't do like silent meditation. I think <laughs> I would go a little crazy. But I do meditate. I'm very spiritual. Um, thanks to my mom. She's really gotten me into those things. And I've always been really spiritual, but I've reached a new level of spirituality and manifestation and all these things that I love now because it's just being in control. And my thing is when I'm not in control, that's when I kind of shut down. Mm -hmm. And that's when I start kind of going back and being like, oh my God, I'm falling into these patterns again. And meditating and manifestation and all these beautiful things, which comes within yourself, have really helped me just grow. So it's been a great year of growth. I'm not going to lie to you. The person I was last year at this time is nothing like the person I am now. And I'm so proud of who I am because you should be proud. You know what I mean? You should be proud of the like hard work that you do. And even when people don't understand the journey that you're on and even with this journey, I feel alone sometimes, really alone. And I opened up about that in the interview that I did with Koss because... I feel like sometimes my goal is so unreachable. You feel me? But that's my mind playing tricks on me. Because really, whatever you put your mind into, you can accomplish. But, you know, if it wasn't for these things, if it wasn't for spirituality, if it wasn't for manifesting every day, just to be healthy. You feel me? And, you know, there's a difference between, like, being naive and being, like, mentally strong yeah so i've really transformed from being like i don't want to say naive but also like having false reality of things and now really applying it and really seeing the vision so i I think all those things have really helped me and i'm really glad that you know i'm here you know and it's led me here i don't think if i would have ever made those changes i would have met the amazing people that i met this year so that's awesome I'm going to check cameras and make sure we are all good. I want to touch on manifestation right after. Yeah, hell yeah. Take a drink of water. We're about 15 minutes in. This is fun so far. I'm so excited. I'm telling you. I'm just 
I like to talk and I feel like this is just a new side yeah. that I'm showing people because um, a lot of people, they just see what I post on IG and it's a yeah. lot of promotional things, yeah. you know, promoting, you know, every time I have a song or something, I make sure I have a dope ass, like I would say video, yep. I would say promo. I mean, every day Instagram is your promo world. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know, get fly as hell, go take some dope ass pictures and then promote the shit and then promote <laughs> the fuck out of it. You know what I mean? Let's, let's talk about that again. Too. Yeah. Um, I, I, based on your last point, I do want you to touch on manifestation. Oh, that, let's do yeah, Let's get it. So you brought up, a, you, you've mentioned manifestation a few yeah, times already. For sure. I just want you to touch on that a little bit because I personally, myself have been super big into manifestation and yeah. writing my goals down and writing my visions yeah, down. Yeah, They're yeah, coming yeah. true. Dude. They are absolutely coming true. Isn't it amazing? So I touch on that. So, okay. Manifestation is just something that for the, I mean, I've been doing this for a while, but really applying myself to it would be 2018 and 2019 like you're saying i write down goals i have a vision board you know every year me and my wife do a vision board and we talk about all the things that we want as far as want for ourselves want for each other um want for our careers want for our families all those things so it is crazy to go back and look at those things and see how a lot of those things have came true you know, or they're on the works. You know what I mean? They're coming true and they're blossoming as we see these things. So manifestation to me means waking up in the morning and saying today is going to be a great day. You know what I mean? I accept abundance of success. You know what I mean? I, I accept who I am and I let go of the things that no longer serve me. It, I think manifestation is just kind of clearing yourself from negative things, but also... So, well, to be open because you can't receive all these things if you're dirty inside. And what I mean by dirty is you wish well on, uh, I mean, wish bad on others. If you envy others, if you're jealous of people, or if you had just have like anger, like you can't, you can't just like allow all these great things to happen in your life. If you're constantly going against everything because you don't love yourself, you know what I mean? So to me, manifestation is so important. And honestly, it's what gets me through the day, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. There's some days that are harder than others. You know, I know you can relate. You yeah. know what I mean? Some days I'm like, oh, I want, I want to manifest these things, but I'm a little jaded from my past. Yep. But what I've learned is the past is in the past. You know what I mean? And that it's not even here anymore. It's That's what's called the past, right? It's gone. It's long gone. And it's only living within your mind. Mm -hmm. So you have to like recycle that and let it go, throw it away. But yeah, I think manifestation has really helped me a lot of things. And the crazy thing about that is that I manifest people. You know what I mean? Like I carry, I carry stones with me. Mm -hmm. um, I have healing stones. I have positive stones, all these things. You know what I mean? And it's just so crazy how I'll end up in the same room with people that kind of have the same, same stones. And I'm just like, dude, that's wild. I can't believe it. Happened with Lex Allen. Um, it happened with Mac, who's the backline program director. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Lex Allen, but he's mm -hmm. like an amazing singer, like does great things for the community, his community, the LGBTQ community. Okay. Um, so we had a show together um, a couple years ago, I would say maybe three years ago, two, two years ago. Mm -hmm. um, it's just crazy how these stones put you in the same room with the same people that have these same stones. So I'm just like, whoa, this is so powerful, but I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Because in the end, it's attracting all the great things. It's attracting great people. It's attracting honest people. It's attracting um, positive people. People that are gonna be there for your journey and uplift you and not turn their back on you or not sitting there waiting to see you fail. You know what I mean? So I just feel like manifestation has been the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for the universe. You know what I mean? There's two things. There's God and spirituality, and then there's the universe spirituality. So when you combine those two things, there's just like some inner peace in my being right now that I'm loving. Like I said, some days are a little harder than others, but for most of the part, 2019 has been an amazing blessing. And it's because I've changed things. Um, and I said this on my last podcast with uh, Ben Slowey. Um, 
you can't win if you ain't right within. Lauren Hill said <laughs> that, you know, how you going to win when you ain't right within? Like, that's some real shit. Like, if you are not right within, the universe is not going to send you things that you're not ready for. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love manifestation. And I feel like next year I'm just going to continue manifesting greater and greater things. You know what I mean? And I don't never manifest like things that I need. I manifest things that are for me. Yeah. So you got to be careful what you ask for too. Yeah. Because the universe doesn't have like, a, oh, it's, it's not like Santa Claus. Like, okay, <laughs> he wants this for Christmas. It's just what you think you're going to attract. Mm-hmm. So I always say thank you universe for um, manifesting all the things that are for me. Yeah. I don't ever say thank you for giving me this amazing expensive car or like this house because you know that's all materialistic things you feel me you you work hard for those things but Mm -hmm. personal fulfillment personal success mental growth all these things that are for me that's that's what i'm here for and that's what i'm here to manifest yeah i think it's super interesting that you you mentioned you manifest people and the relationships around you and yeah. relating that back to, I know um, a few minutes ago, you just mentioned like, yes, yeah, sometimes I'm super lonely with this journey. Yes. And like, that's real I, stuff. Yeah, it, it is real. And I, I can absolutely relate to that. If you push against the grain to a certain extent, whether you're in entrepreneurship, you're an artist, you're a rapper, you're a whatever it is. If you take the untraditional route, there will be absolute times of loneliness and times when you think like yo here are my goals here's where i am those goals are so far in the future i can't even imagine them right now what is getting me through the day i am all alone i'm sitting in my bed i'm sitting at my desk how the hell is this going to happen? going half crazy how the hell am i gonna make this happen exactly but like those situations i've been trying to dig deeper into myself and deeper into my self-development and i think that has definitely definitely helped me and meditation is one of the biggest thing that's that's helped me just being okay sitting there by myself and in my thoughts and being like being comfortable with that because you're not taught how to sit with yourself and be present with your emotions but once you kind of unlock that or even are aware of it and you can work towards being present with those emotions and sitting through sadness and loneliness and um just the fear of of the future like when you can sit with these quote-unquote negative emotions that's i feel like when you really start to grow that's powerful it's just so crazy because as soon as i was telling you i had that like you know that kind of like i don't want to call it a rock bottom just a hard time um earlier um this year literally i just i'm not i was on the phone with my mom just like dude like you know i want all these things i'm working so hard towards them and i got emotional you know what i mean i came here to be open i got emotional about a lot of things i've been working hard for and literally three weeks later like you know i was nominated for um shepherd express best rap hip-hop thank you um and then after that i caught a pre two um nominations for 88.9 radio milwaukee i didn't make the final cut for that but Mm -hmm. i'm still like i'm gonna find out in january 21st if i won best rap hip-hop for shepherd express so like those moments of like weakness tough like they are only so temporary because i call my mom literally like i always speak to my mom but i called her you know letting her know the news and i was really excited because to me it was just like finally you know what i mean i've been putting so long and so much work into this that finally like some taste of like you know, you're seeing your 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 fruits of your label labor grow. You know what I mean? So I literally was on the phone with my mom. It's so crazy that I was on the phone with you, like literally almost bawling my eyes out because I was so frustrated with the process and this journey. And now I'm calling you with tears of joy. You feel me? So it's just so crazy that like this dark, crazy, hard moment was just a way to mold me. And the way I describe it to my wife is like literally God like strips you down to your purest, most vulnerable thing so he can bless you. And I think that's what happened to me. He like took everything that I love that makes me recording. I wasn't recording at the time. I wasn't doing anything musically. I wasn't really doing much. I was just working on myself. And he stripped me so like bare that I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, oh my God, this is the most vulnerable I've been in such a long time. And for two, three weeks, fast forward for him to bless me and the universe to bless me for set, uh, for, for so much, for like huge blessings that happened. It's just, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, wow, I like really needed to like take those moments in 
you know, because those moments like, you know, in this business or this industry that we're in, we're always chasing the next thing. So I really had to sit down and just really acknowledge that these things are happening in my life. Mm-hmm. Now, two, three weeks after that, I was like, what's next? Let's get it. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I'm working all those things. And I saw that in uh, your past, I think you, a post that you did on IG about mm-hmm. FOMO. And I mean, you yeah. talked about it before we like started recording and stuff. But I'm so guilty of that. And I need to stop that because I really just need to appreciate moments, the present. The present is here. You know, they say if you're um, too worried about the future, you're anxious. And if you're too worried about the past, you're depressed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. So in the present moment, you just have to live because it's not going to come again. You know, it's just going to be a thought in your mind or it's going to be a memory that you are going to be upset that you didn't really get to enjoy. So I just really want to live in the present. If I can if I can manifest any 2020 New Year goals, it would be just to live in the present, enjoy every moment, whether it's a small accomplishment or a big accomplishment. Just take time to enjoy it because... My mind is constantly in the present. And that's why I get so anxious sometimes about things. And also, you know, I just, I see it. I almost can like vi- vision, like visualize these things that are about to happen. Mm-hmm. And when your surroundings don't really show those things, you go a little crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know I'm talented. I know I have this crazy work ethic. I know that I've worked really hard on my brand, my product, my image, all these things. Some people believe that an image doesn't mean nothing. To me, it means a lot because it's how you present yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you look good, you feel good, you perform well. You know what I mean? I've always, I like to look good. Wherever I'm going, I like to look good, feel good, because then my mind feels good. Mm -hmm. And not because I have this nice, fancy, whatever. It's not about the clothes. It's just preparing yourself for greatness. You know, every year in New Year's, we dress up nice and welcome the year because that's what we want. You know, we want to track those things. We want to track looking good and feeling good. So... I'm going to run it back. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically, um, yeah, man, I just want to be in the present. I want to be in the present and enjoy everything because the present is a present. Yeah, you man. Dig, so. That's that's like I, I just released a whole podcast about being in the present. And yeah. in, I'm not even going to say just entrepreneurship or being an artist or like anyone in life. There's so much going on for everyone. Everyone is in their own their own little world, whether it's family issues, relationship issues, personal issues. Like there's a lot of external factors and it's very easy to focus on those external factors. Whether, like you said, whether it's in the past or the future, like if you worry about the past, you're, you're depressed. And if you worry about the future, you're anxious. And like, that's why it's so important to focus on the present. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'm guilty of too. Like I'm, my mind is constantly racing of, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? I have this amazing, amazing client video gig down in Miami or wherever it is. I get to travel. Okay. I can be in the present for like that day. And then tomorrow comes, it's like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And it's like, there's a balance there between, yes, you can celebrate like the shit you have done and shit you've accomplished. But then in the same breath, it's like, okay, when do you focus on the future? Or when do you learn from the past? And just finding that balance. And I think it's, it's definitely you like if you just focus on the present and don't focus at all on the future, at all in the past. Like, okay, where's where's the balance there? Yeah. If you I focus agree. too much on the future, then you're constantly anxious. It's that balance too much wrong. on the past, constantly regretting regretting whatever it is. And you know, I just think it's ambition and it's yeah. what you have. It's like you, you can't you have all this ambition sitting with within you that you just can't sit still and wait for it to happen. You gotta like figure it out Go ways out to make it happen. Get it. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like there's nothing wrong with thinking about the future. Yeah. You feel me? I mean yep. uh couples think about the future, you know, um uh careers you think about the future. But when you fixate so much about the future that's not healthy so to transition from that last point into more like current social media yes 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 social media is a super interesting i guess tool essentially people still view it as social media is different than real life when essentially social media is just an extension of us Mm -hmm. how do we portray who we are to to the online community and that's really just real life yeah so a lot of people get wrapped up in making their life look perfect online and i've fallen guilty to it everyone has fallen guilty to it it's very hard to be completely open and vulnerable in the most public setting possible which Mm -hmm. is social media essentially Mm -hmm. i just want you to touch on hey yes you are you're a rapper you're an artist you're a performer 
you need to quote unquote maintain this image that you've created for yourself. Yes. How do you find a balance there between yes, I am I am the rapper, I am I I hold my image versus like yo, I'm a real human. Like I can talk about real stuff. I yeah. I go through times of loneliness and depression and anxiety, like all of these all of these quote unquote normal issues that normal people have. Yeah. When in reality everyone has them, but some people are better at putting on masks. Yeah, I think for me is just doing things like this, doing interviews and just being open and real candid about things because you know, I think that's what really matters. I mean, I know that you see the social media. Yes, I have a job. I have a job to do. I have to make sure that my product looks well. You know, just like anybody else that has a product, they want to make sure that their product sells. So you can't half-ass your product. With me, I'm the product. You feel me? So it's like, I just want to make sure that those lines aren't really being blurred when people are like, well, let me make some clear. I don't really care what people say, but I am a human and I also want to display those things that I just don't care about vanity. I care about other things. You know what I mean? I like to help others. I care about mental health and all those things. So I think by me doing these things, podcasts, interviews, even any chance that I really get to express myself, I make sure that I show you who I really am. And social media, I mean, I still do, you know, real stuff. I'll go hang out with my family. I'll, you know, talk some shit on <laughs> IG. I'll tell you how I'm feeling today. But it's not all going to be flashy and, you know, glamorous. You know what I mean? And I think there's that balance. So I just, you know, I think with social media, it's so easy to cast judgment on someone, whether if you see them winning or if you see them taking, you know, all these pictures, which I would call promotional pictures for me. You know, it's just not like, oh, he's posting all these pictures about himself because he's full of himself. No, I'm the package and I got to go hard for myself. I don't have an entertainment um, team. I'm the only team. I'm the marketer. I'm the PR. I'm everything. So I got to make sure that everything is going good. So social media is the way that I use to promote myself, just like everyone else. And everyone else is capitalizing off it. So why shouldn't I? But doing these things are so important for me because I really want you to get to know me, the person, you know, Andres, not Dres. You know what I mean? I think that's important because if you get to know me, then you will understand my music more. And, you know, I have a lot of sides, but I think my side that I am the most is just fun and outgoing. You know, I have some serious stuff, you know, and I can be serious when it's time to be. But I just want to show every dynamic of my personality. You know what I mean? And if that way you still don't like me, then <laughs> tough shit because I'm being the real me. You feel me? So I just want to make sure that we talk about that because social media does even makes you not want to like a person that you don't even know. Yeah. You feel me? And it's just because you're because they get all these likes or because they are constantly promoting, you know, work, 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 work. And like I said, my work is me. So you're going to see me on there. Yes, you're going to see my family. You're going to see my dog. You're going to see my wife. But me. I'm the product, so what the hell? Retweet, you feel me? man. Retweet. retweet that shit. You yep. feel me? So, you know, I just I just want to show people who I really am. That's so, that will always be important to me. You know, and I think 10 years ago, if you would have had this conversation with me, I wouldn't have been so open about the things that I'm open to right now. I would have just mm. been strictly music, strictly yeah. promoting. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Do this. I would have never touched on myself because I wasn't even so aware of myself. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So... Yeah, and I think that's the first step is becoming aware of those things. And like even like my, my journey has been very short from like graduating high school to jumping into the business and like starting this. It's really only been two to three years. Um, but when I when I started making videos, it was just about entrepreneurship. It was just about business. It yeah. was just about videos. It was just about what I was doing at the time. But now as I've dug deeper into this self-awareness and like self-development journey, yeah. I'm becoming more open about yo, like I go through some hard shit too and that's normal and I want to normalize that conversation to others. I don't want it to be weird to two dudes talking about mental health together and crying together. And like that's yeah. that's normal and we stigmatize it so, so much. Yeah. Um, not just from a male standpoint, but just society. Like and I, it goes back to high school and yeah. younger than that, elementary school, middle school. Like people are just insecure. People are insecure with themselves, with their failures, with their successes, with their work ethic, with their school, with their friends, with their family. Like, we just live in an insecure society. AKA, you just don't love yourself. Exactly. You know, you weren't nurtured as a child. You weren't breastfed. Not, that's not a diss to anyone that wasn't breastfed, but they say when you 
get breastfed, you're being nurtured. So it's like, if you weren't nurtured, then how can you show love? You feel me? But it is what it is. You know, I'm glad. And honestly, like I almost look forward to talking more candidly about things. I was actually ex more excited to talk about me, the person than me, the artist today. Yeah. You feel me? And it's just like, it's just something that myself inside is telling me I have to do, you know, because I'm also human and I go through stuff. And if I can help any way, anyone that's listening, that's even in this journey, you know, and if I can help, I feel like that's just my purpose. My purpose is to serve. And, you know, I don't care being so open about things because I'm comfortable who I am. I'm comfortable where I've been. I'm comfortable where I'm going. So I feel like with this power, you also have to help others because there's people out there that don't have that strength. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if I can, if I can be that light to you, then... Why not? You feel me? I'm human and I like to help. And I mean, I, you, you, I said this already in the first part of the interview. I like to help others. But now I want to help more emotionally because, I mean, there's conversations that like have been really tough that I had to like face and and it's not easy. And it's like you almost feel like you're not normal if you feel these things or if you have these dark thoughts. But I mean, if you're listening, you're normal, you know, just seek help. Do what you got to do. Just love yourself. You know what I mean? And I, by me loving myself, I can love others too. So it's just, it's so important just to talk about mental health. And that's why anything I do, I try to like mix that with it too, you mm -hmm. know, because I have my own issues and we all do. I think we all have something within our past that's made us who we are. Some people don't tap into that. You know what I mean? Some people medicate themselves, you know, with like, you know, prescription drugs and stuff like that because they don't want to tap into that. Um, but it's OK to like work on yourself. You know, it's OK to be human. It's OK to be broken, but it's not OK to just stay broken and not do anything about it. You feel me? So I'm just excited. I'm excited. I'm, I feel like I'm just in this position right now to just really inspire, you know, and any chance I can, I will. You know what I mean? And I think that's just the full circle now. I'm now also the artist, but also the, you know, entrepreneur, but also the philanthropist, you know, and just I just feel like I have more to give than just music. Music is a part of who I am, but also like with mental health, you know, like I just I just want to help. You feel me? Because mm -hmm. I've been there. I, I know what it is like. I know what it is like to be alone and, you know, not have a, mentally a way out. But like I said, I just I, I think my purpose here in this world is to serve and help and be a light to others so i'm excited about that that's a really profound thing to say and it reminds me of a conversation i had with a colleague of mine yeah and he gave a baseball analogy so when you are starting off learning baseball you yeah. learn how to hit a ball and you learn how to hit a ball from a tee you once you like at, at the start, you can't hit the ball off the tee, even though it's still in place. You just haven't learned it yet. Yeah. Once you learn to hit it off a tee, you learn underhand pitch. And once you learn underhand pitch, you're good. You Now you can hit two sides of things. You can hit off a tee and you can hit underhand pitch. Yeah. But once there's overhand pitches, you're like, oh, here's a whole nother challenge. I can't hit an overhand pitch. But as you work on that, then you develop that skill. Now you have three different skills. You can hit off a tee, you can hit off an underhand pitch, and you can hit off an overhand pitch. Mm -hmm. Then comes a curveball in the fourth, the fourth pitch. Once you learn how to do that, you have four different weapons, essentially, of, hey, if life throws a curveball at me, now I'm prepared to hit it. If if there's just a ball on a tee right in front of me, I can run through that. If I get a fastball at me, I can run through that. And he related that to life. Yeah. In life, there will be a lot of tees and underhand pitches thrown your way. And as you get more equipped and as you learn these things, you can run through those pitches. You can you can hit that ball out of the park. But as there's more curveballs thrown, you realize, oh, I I'm aware of the curveball now. I know what to do in those situations, and now I can hit it out of the park. Oh, yeah. So it is just a great analogy of how life is. And it like, feels good when you know these techniques, you know what I mean? And you exercise them, mm -hmm. you know, instead of just getting hit with the ball and being <laughs> like, oh, I should have swung. Yeah. So it's just like I think just having those tools, whether you seek help for them or just do them for yourself, I feel like you can fix yourself. I feel like you have the mental power to fix yourself, whether it's through meditation, healing anyway i mean some people seek help with there's no right or way wrong way to seek help you feel me but yeah 
I'm also saying that like you can fix yourself. You know what I mean? You have all these techniques. You just got to like pick them up. You got to practice, you know, you got to sharpen your tools a little bit. But yeah, man, like, you know, it's it's just it's it's dope to know that we're living in an era that we can just be so candid about our feelings, our emotions because back then we weren't yeah. We were we were not able to talk about these things. It was just like, what? No, you can't talk about that. Yeah. What do you mean? That yeah. doesn't go online. No, no. You can't post that. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, there's no limits now. You yeah. know what I mean? And Meaning there's no excuses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do what you got to do to better yourself. And I promise you, you're going to see so much better results in your life and your love and anything that you're working towards. You feel me? So, yeah. No, it's a really, really profound thing to say. Yeah. As we, as we come to an end oh, no. of this podcast so soon, we'll, we'll riff, riff, riff off a little bit more. Yeah. Um, how many podcasts do you, are you, are you on a lot of podcasts? Do no, you do podcasts I'm quite not, but no? I have so much fun doing them. Yeah. I'm like a personality. I'm here to entertain. I'm here you to are. have fun. Yes, we had, we got a little serious, but hey. Sometimes you got to be serious good. and we got to help people out. Yeah, but man. man, I'm just a personality. So I'm just, I'm here trying to crash as many podcasts as I can. <laughs> if you ever need a co-host, I'm pulling up. You know what it is, man. I'm mean, just here to spread some joy and laughter and some of my energy. I got way too much. So I got to like pass it on. Yeah, man. Because we met probably 10 months ago or so, yes. 10, 11 months ago yes, in yes, yes. January of 2019 yes. at a hashtag uh, MKE event. Shout out J-Matt. Shout out J-Matt yes. if, if you're listening, if you're watching. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out Doing you. Great shout, out, shout out Martin. Yes. And we we really didn't talk too much there. We, no. We like had a brief interaction. But it was fun. I'm like, yo, your hair is dope. You're, you are just fucking on a roll. You were, <laughs> you were hyped. You brought the energy. I'm like. At the time you had long hair too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I, you had your camera and I was like, man i rock with this dude I'm yep like, this guy. i'm said, like i'm like who is this this dude's unique and then Thank i you. then i saw you more on martin moore stuff yes and do i work, love him doing doing work with martin and then i'm like who is this dude then you reached out and i'm like we gotta set this yeah. up so like going into it i really had no i had no idea what this podcast would look like yeah besides i knew like you were on a frequency. I was on a frequency. Yes. And those frequencies vibe together. I like that word, frequency. And like once you find people on that same frequency and on those waves, because everything is waves. Every, yes. Everything is just a big game of quantum physics. Oh, yeah. Quantum physics is essentially just the waves of people, the energy of of things, of matter. Yeah. And like people are, are the same way. There's low vibration people. There's high vibration people. So mm-hmm. once you find people with the same vibration as you, you Ugh. like that's where the term vibe out comes from. I yes. vibe with those people. It's vibrations Dude. from a scientific standpoint. That's what works. And you know, like I just been on a journey to find more people like myself. You know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like there are not a lot of people like myself, but it's just because I don't need to surround myself with people and constantly be like, all right, no, you're not the one. And that sounds really like <laughs> fucked up to say, <laughs> but it's like, I just want somebody that can, you know, has that same energy, that personality, that funness that also creates and gets shit done. So shout out to you for being freaking amazing, <laughs> for having me on here because yeah, we definitely vibed out and I liked it and I would do it again all over. Shout out to you, man. And like that reminds me of another conversation I had probably a few months ago. And and the conversation was about um, about capital, not just monetary money, capital, how much money do you have? But there's the social capital side of things. Yeah. So there's essentially two splits and there's two types of investments. Uh There's obviously, hey, I will put money towards this one thing. Let's say it's a stock. I, I put money into Amazon. If Amazon does well, my money increases. Yes. But then on the whole nother flip side of this, this, this thing, there's social capital. And those are investing into people and investing into resources. Mm-hmm. So I found in my life, there's a lot of people that have invested social capital into me. And what that will look like is maybe hopping on a podcast with me, inviting me to be on their yes. podcast, inviting me to grab coffee with someone else. Yeah. And if I don't capitalize on those things, I'm letting the person down that introduced us to. Mm-hmm. Say say someone introduces us to and both of us just blow each other off. We don't respond to the emails. We don't respond to the texts. We're doing that person that connected us a disservice of letting their quote unquote investment down into oh, yeah. their social capital because you don't have unlimited social resources. You have a finite network. So letting people into that network and letting people into those personal connections, it's important. And like capitalizing on those opportunities, sitting down and doing these podcasts, like that has been like one of the number one things that's helped me grow and meet 
people like this and people meet people on the same vibrations. Yes. I just want to shout out your analogies, bro, because they just be, <laughs> they just be spot on. I'm like, whoa, like I never thought about it like that. But yeah, that's how it is. Investing your time in something that's going to give you something in return. Yeah. You feel me? And also investing. I'm investing time in you. You invested time in me. Shout out to you for having me making this happen so quick. You know what I mean? I just heard you guys and what y'all were talking about. I'm like, dang, like that's some real ass shit. And I was just literally sitting in my work desk and I'm like, damn, like that's so damn inspiring. So then I hit you. I slid in them DMs like, bro, what's <laughs> yep. good? If you ever need an entertainer, I'll be open about my journey. And just because I wanted to ride with you again, because yeah, man. our experience, those what? 30 seconds? Yeah. We're so lit. So yeah. I'm just like, okay. I like, I really like this cat. I follow your journey. You know what I mean? I see what you're doing. And if I can make a friend, you feel me? Yep. And also create content and also help each other out, then why not? And that's really what I like, what I really love in friendships. I love my creative friendships. Yeah. And I want more of those. Yep. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing more like rewarding than spending time with somebody, but also getting shit done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same shit with Martin. Like me and him just have like an amazing like connection. And when we work, it's freaking magic. Just like with me and you, like this just happened like nothing. You know what I mean? Like we've known each other forever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I love those things and I'm glad that we did it. And I'm glad that like we talked about all the shit that we did. And I'm glad you're going to let me come co-host again. <laughs> yeah. Because I need to co-host again. Yes. We need to come in here and... I have a little Dre segment. I th I think we need another podcast. Yes. With the with the Martin Moore. Yes. And have oh my God! Three. A triple threat. Yes, I'm here for it, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, I love That's him. That's gonna he's, happen. He's done great things for me. He's really elevated my career, and everyone's like, "What do you mean he's elevated your career?" Well, shit, like he believes in my music. He allowed me to like work with such an amazing uh, cost company that he works for. Um got amazing product out of it constantly pushes everything that we do my single counting racks uh the the um uh, artwork was shot by him and then we linked up together and then we did the cost interview so without him i would not be where i'm at and i'm not ashamed to like say that because the people that help you in this journey you have to acknowledge so martin moore you are the real mvp for fucking with me because you know it's just that's appreciated so you already know how i feel you already know i'm about to text <laughs> you and say yo i just did this podcast blasey 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 <laughs> and yeah the love is real bro so we got a bromance and i'm not afraid to admit it dude that is so freaking amazing yeah. because like I, I had a moment where, like, when he was on the podcast, I was like, dude, you realize, like, what you've done and, like, the struggle you've gone through. Yes. Like, you've been creating for, a, give or take, a decade long. Yeah. And, like, I've been creating for, give or take, a year. Yeah. And, like, those are very different time frames. But I'm like, dude, I've been able to grow so quickly because of creators like you paving the way. Yeah. Like, you've gone through some shit. Like, you've gone through this decade-long process of paving the way yeah. so new creators can come yeah. and say oh look what martin did these are the things that didn't work for him these are the things that worked for him i'm just gonna do the things that worked for him and do my run my own yeah. path but like creators like that help yeah and and he's not hollywood and by hollywood no. i mean like he's not like oh let me see how many followers you got yeah or oh no i don't really know you like if he sees that you're passionate and you're hungry and you're determined and you're persistent He's going to link with you. Yeah. And I talk, I somehow Martin always ends up being a conversation anywhere I go. And that's because he's done so many great things for me. And I'm just so really appreciative for that. Not only for his friendship, but for the help that he's provided. You know what I mean? He's talked to me about vlogging more, which I always did, but I didn't really take it serious. You know, mm -hmm. for me, it was promoting. Yo, I got a new song dropping today. No, he's like, no, you need to go in that studio and say this and then do this. And he just gives so much free game yep. that like I'm saying, I, I've, I think I said in the last podcast I did, there needs to be a Martin Moore day. Where's the <laughs> petition? Where do I got to sign? There needs to be a Martin Moore day because he's doing so much shit for Milwaukee. So yeah, man, you heard it here first, Martin Moore day. And if it happens, then me and you got to go celebrate and Sam and anybody else that you help. <laughs> and we, we got to, you know, we got we to gotta do it because you, you're, you're such a great giving person. Dude, that's that's awesome. Shout out, Martin. Dre's with this podcast finally coming to oh, an end. Heartbroken. 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 <laughs> where, we'll start off with where can the people find you? 
All right. Well, um, first and foremost, IG at that dude Dre's T H A T D U D E D R E S. Um, on Apple Music, Spotify, Title, Amazon Music. Um, man, I think I've named pretty much all this anywhere streaming. Any Dre's. streaming platform. Um, yeah, any streaming platforms. Uh, look up Dre's D R E S. Um, make sure you follow Urban and Arrogant. Um, U R B A N A N D. A R R O G A N T. Wow, <laughs> spelling bee in this bit. You feel me? But um, yeah, make sure you follow that. That's like my company, and that's you know that's the platform that I created for myself because I just got tired of, you know, I guess expecting a handout. Ain't shit. Ain't, ain't no shit in this in this thing free, and you got to work for it. So Urban and Arrogant was a platform for me to create and distribute my music, distribute my art. You know, give back. You know, so all those things. And by the way, um, I'm changing that word arrogant into something positive because they're probably like, oh, he's arrogant, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? I have to be because ain't nobody going to go hard for me but me. So arrogance is just really believing in yourself, really um, going hard for you because you know what? We already have so many people that try to put you down and in, in, in whatever you do and if you're in the public eye. So I got to go hard for myself. So when I say urban and arrogant is that I'm urban. Uh, <laughs> I'm urban. New word. New word. Hello, who this? Urban. Anyways, I'm urban and arrogant because I believe in myself. I come from an urban community and I'm arrogant because I have to be. Muhammad Ali was that. All the greats had to be like that. You think they were just sitting there and being like, oh no, um, I, I, I don't think I believe in myself. No, they got up there. They believed. They made quotes. They did what they had to do to push themselves. So when I say arrogant, just know that it's something positive, even though it has a negative um, connotation. Um, but I just believe in myself and you should too and you should go hard for yourself so listen to urban this. and arrogant arrogance on fire is better than knowledge on ice oh my god deceased think about it wow drops mic wow oh my god I never even thought of like that I'm telling you the analogy king here is in the building y'all Somebody cut that analogy check because he needs that. Dude, you should just drop like random analogies. Like drop a freaking analogy right, book. I will. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I will. But before we get out of here, I do want to say though, you know, I got to promote myself. Of course. Um, make sure y'all stream County Racks. That's like my new single, my latest single that, that I dropped. Um, I dropped it this summer and I'm a believer in the song and make sure you, um, you know, you stream it till you're blue in the face. Um, learn the song and I'm going to be shooting the video soon. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm going to be dropping a lot of great things. 2020, um, shout out to the people that constantly help me, um, you know, put out the great work, the people that, you know, make my beats and the people that do work for me. Um, so just shout out to y'all stream counting racks, Apple music, Spotify title. Let's get it. Thank you for that. <laughs> one last, one last thing. To leave the audience with some nugget of information, oh some tip, trick, yes. or question. Yes. What is your final words to the starting blank audience for now? Believe in yourself, heal yourself, and grow. Awesome. Grace, well, it was a pleasure having you on the Starting Blank Podcast. Again, guys, this is your host, Sam Lister, and this is my main dude, Dre's. Yes. If you like what you hear or see, make sure to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast, YouTube. All of these clips will be on social media, so take a screenshot, post that stuff on your Instagram story, Facebook story, TikTok, LinkedIn, Snapchat, we whatever it. it is. We want to see we it. We want to see it, and we will be sure to hit you guys right right back up again thank you man it was a pleasure bro it was a pleasure talk to you guys tomorrow 31 podcasts in 31 days in december wow how about that congrats bro all righty see you guys tomorrow